With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Podcast Playground. Hooray! Hey! It's my song! Let's sing it! It's gonna be fucking awesome. Come on! It's gonna be fucking awesome. You know the words. It's gonna be fucking awesome. Coolest Geeks, it's me, Jesse Blaze Snyder, the Coolest Geek Alive. How you doing, my friends? Thank you so much for joining me again. I'm excited, really, to um, talk to you about today's subject, the Oats Studios shorts that are on Netflix. They are incredible. I was so happy when I stumbled upon these. I was dog-sitting for um, my girl Julie's uh, dad, uh, George. And uh, me and George have similar taste. He's a great sci-fi geek, and uh, we're often uh, watching the same uh, YouTube uh, commentators and shit. So he and I have some similar taste. And I was looking at what he'd been watching, and I was like, oh, cool, that's cool, that's cool. Oh, cool, he was checking out that, he's checking out that. And I was asking him, I was like, what'd you think of that? What'd you think of that? Um, Later. But there was one thing that he had selected, uh, Oat Studios. And when I just like looked at it for a second and it started playing like some clip, it was incredible. I was like, what the fuck is this? And as it turns out, it's like a series of shorts from director Neil Bloomkamp, uh, who is incredible. If you're familiar with him, he really burst out with that movie District 9, which I think is is a modern classic and you know I might do an episode on District 9 in the future um just to um bring more eyes to that one. Uh after that he did Elysium with had Matt Damon in it so it had a lot more eyes on it. Uh not quite as cool as District 9 but also a pretty cool movie and Chappie which um I thought was pretty cool uh <clears throat> despite you know various things. You know, the interesting thing about um, directors in general is like all of them have to deal with producers and producers notes and and all this stupid shit that tends to undermine the you know reality of the narrative and and what the um, author really wants to get across uh, in lieu of like oh we need more of this or that or whatever it might be and it's always superficial kind of stuff um, you know I mean now it's you know tends to uh, cater towards representation or um, uh, well, I mean, just, you know, political kind of kind of stuff or whatever. Um, but useless and often really kind of tone-deaf notes are, um, it's just part of the industry. I, I famously have a really good friend of mine, I won't out him, uh, who is a colorist. And he always makes one glaring error in every bit of work that he hands in so that all of their attention gets focused on that one era. (laughs) And he doesn't get any stupid notes. Because if he does such a good job that it doesn't require notes, he'll get useless ones. He'll get ones that he really thinks are wasting his time. So he makes a big mistake 
so that they focus on that and then he <laughs> I don't know if he makes maybe a few mistakes too but it's pretty funny uh like he 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 know he intentionally hands it in with a couple mistakes so that they could feel useful you know whoever his bosses might be cuz that's part of it it's like they have to like um, explain their jobs. What did you do? Nothing. He did it perfect. Like, you know, that that doesn't seem like a good answer to people. But I'm saying this because there's this amazing thing that happens when you see some shorts, when you see the Deadpool footage that was put together for the studios that they rejected and that gets leaked online and we see that, that studio not molesting not getting in the way of this fucking creative process here it is this is our pitch this is what we're feeling would really work and we get to see that right no studio notes just this person as a writer as a director as a creator um doing their thing and that's ultimately what you have here with these shorts the the neil bloomkamp directed all of them and i think wrote all of them i i didn't check every single credit but i checked at least like half of them and they were all written by him as well with other people but dude neil bloomkamp is incredible after i watched these things i actually wrote them a long letter um they, they never got back to me but you know so often the, the internet and stuff like that you, you you don't even know if they ever get the messages and some of these things but I just wrote them a letter gushing saying that like this is everything that I love and I would love to work with them um, but Neil's writing all this stuff he's the creative person you know so uh, you know perhaps he's not looking for anybody to enthusiastically participate in what he's doing but fuck man it's awesome so fucking excited to talk about it so um, I just watched it again the other day um, I just watched it again this morning. I mean, I didn't watch the whole thing. I kind of was flipping through and whatnot just to remind myself of things so I could talk about it. Uh, I'm going to try not to like spoil all these because they're all shorts and stuff. So I'm just going to give you like some like basic uh, tenets of these things because uh, they're worth watching. They're worth watching. They're so worth watching. Um, but let me give you a, 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 uh, a look at the smorgasbord of things that you can go discover here and clearly i think a lot of these um uh, you know at least the first one has to be a pitch that he made for a film studio like this is what i want to do um it th this the first one is called raka r-a-k-k-a -A, and it stars sigourney weaver and it's like this sick sci-fi movie uh it's live action i it's I, it's like almost a half an hour um, you know, this is the longest one. It's really gory with these reptilian aliens that are genuinely scary. And they're merged with this like intelligent tar like substance that's like all over their body and, and always like moving. And it's in the technology that they use and the, the, the nasty um, stuff that they're 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 fucking putting on all these people. They're like um, uh, they're using this high tech to like mutilate and mind control the humans and they have these gnarly hive looking things on the earth it's it's freaking it's dire and dark and cool and um i mean sigourney weaver doesn't actually like get that much to do um but it's all fucking cool as hell <laughs> and it just ends and you're like what 
I don't get any more of this. <laughs> it's so fucking, you're like, what? Every single one of these things, it's like a car wreck has just happened in front of you. And you're just like, whoa, what now? <laughs> it's fucking, like, really, they are fucking, all of them, they're shocking. And, and there's humor, there's, there's a whole mix of, 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 of things in here and, and I, I talk about it a little bit more but oh my god fuck so cool so so rock is number one and um you know and I kind of want to get like the the lengths of these things I wanted to pull it up and I forgot to do that right before I I, I went on so I'm actually going to pull it up on my Netflix system in here I'm just broadcasting in bed as I guess I was watching the Oat Studios and I'm just like I'll set up in here because I'm comfy um fuck man this Oats Studios thing is so cool. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's 10 episodes, um, even though, so, and it, like all of them are different, except two of them are the same ones. And one of them or two of them, I think one of them has like two different things in it, um, even though maybe they're related and I didn't uh, pick up on that. I don't know. I'll figure it out when I get there. Um, okay. So the first one is actually 21 minutes and it is awesome but better than that is the second one it's 26 minutes and it's called firebase it's military in like the jungle versus this monster in live action they called the river god and he's like you'll see his story but basically he's like this man who goes through this terribleness that connects him to some awful godlike power that is has basically made him like an omnipotent being and he's just like I mean he can do anything essentially and I, I don't want to I, I really don't want to spoil it because I fucking love this one so much Firebase it is so awesome he looks so cool and scary and frightening and what he can do and like what he is, it's, it is fucking, I, dude, fucking, I fuck, fucking, fucking, fucking awesome. That's what it is. It's fucking awesome. Firebase. Holy shit. And again, you're just like, what? How, like, more, please. I want more, please. Like, it's, oh God, it's so fucking good. It's so good. Raka, the first one, 21 is, it's, it's like, you know, you're like car wreck and you're like, whoa fuck i want to see the rest of that but shit that's like, like fucking dark as hell right but this one and it's dark as hell but you're just like whoa like it's whoa <laughs> it's just it's whoa it's whoa it's very whoa i'm not gonna say anything else about it because i want you to watch it go watch it like start with firebase firebase is whoa fucking firebase okay so after firebase there's this 10 minute episode which I think is three 
shorts. It's called Cooking with Bill Damasu. Uh, it's fun, funny, live action infomercials. Um, it's like one of my least favorites, but still very enjoyable. Uh, there's four different uh, infomercial spots. Okay, I guess four uh, I wrote here. And they're all, they, they basically all kind of end in calamity. And they're, but they're funny and, and, and light and, and, uh, and kind of silly. Uh, a nice break from, you know, these two, oh my God. Fuck! This is like almost an hour of just whoa. Those two shorts, holy shit! Ah, twenty-one minutes and twenty-six minutes, and they they. Oh man, they so get you into it. It's so crazy. All right, so then after this, you've got the God uh, sketches. Essentially, there's two of them. Uh, They make up a seven-minute episode of this thing, and um, there's the Serengeti and Chicago, and essentially. Uh, it stars the lead from District 9, uh, Sherido Copley, as God. I, I think he's pretty great. He's really great as God. Uh, these are some of my favorites, uh, these these two shorts here. Uh, just great fucking idea, executed incredibly. You've got God and his butler in this big fancy room and a miniature model of Chicago or the Serengeti in these two sketches. And in these shorts, you get God callously inflicting horrible natural catastrophes to the people on earth just to see you know what the funny little people do you know like and, and oh they're freaking out and like it's his performance is, is kind of like dustin hoffman's in hook it, it's really just kind of incredible and genuinely uh sick and and funny uh um there's two of them i i wish there were more uh it's it's one of my favorites i i mean fucking what is it firebase that's that's the one but god the two i mean i really wish there was more of these it's amazing um then you've got uh zygot uh zygot it's 22 minutes and again it's way more like the opening one seems like almost a pitch for a film i think it's the it's the end of the film um like it's like the very end of a film and it's great it's really great um uh it stars dakota fanning and she's awesome uh there's she's got like a partner in the thing i didn't write down his name but he was really good all of the people here are really good um you know it's not somebody that you would know but um, uh, it's, you know, it's like this live action sci-fi monster action drama on a planetary base uh, stalked by a monster. It seems like a planetary base stalked by this monster. Um, her and her blinded military friend prepare to teach her how to protect uh, herself because she's not like military trained. So she's been like uh, being taken care of, you figure, the rest, the, the rest of this movie. And now she is... Uh, you know, he's like, I, I'm blind. I can't see. You know, this is how you use this weapon. This is how you use this. You know, you got to save yourself. Um, it's you know very intense. It just gets into this whole thing. Um, uh, you know, she's ill-equipped. Uh, there's only uh, they're the only ones left. Uh, again, an incredible creature. All of these these things. You know, the the the, the lizard monsters in the first one. Uh, the the river god in the second one. Um, now this monster, um, it's, I I actually in particular really loved seeing this one because I had happened to imagine a creature just like this in, um, 
uh, a comic book story that I pitched to uh, DC's Vertigo that was supposed to be in a Vertigo horror anthology. And uh, I imagined this um, this was never produced. I, this was just the script that had been approved or the pitch that had been approved by my editor, Sarah Litt. Um, but she ended up getting, as is often the case, by her higher-up editor, um, she was told, no, you got to use this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. So she was going around and she was like, okay, I got my team and I know all the thing. And then she went into the office and found out, oh, no, you're getting these people. That's something my brothers dealt with as a filmmaker. Like they pick him, they do all this work to the, you know do the thing. I'm directing this movie. It's going to be great. Oh, no, the executive above me said I have to bring in so-and-so or I can't hire a guy or whatever it might be. Um, so the idea in in my story, which I you know you don't really find out what the idea is here but it was that like there was this monster in the subway system that was this like hulk uh but it was made of all of the body parts of these you know couple dozen men that died building the subway system when there was a collapse and this collapse um uh you know uh, they they somehow merged and, you know, they had multiple arms and multiple eyes in their face and multiple, multiple everything because it was this, all the bodies like connected together, um, you know, tied together by this song that would call them and summon them from the subway, the saint of the subway, he was called. Um, there was this song that you weren't supposed to play. And, and it, it was all because of this gory moment that I wanted to have in the subway systems. If you'd go down in the New York subways, um, they have these things where it, like it's like fingers threading through fingers so that you can't go through the one side. You can only exit. You can't come into the subway. And I just I always imagined it would be really fucking awful. Like if like a strong enough force were to push somebody through that thing and like would like cut them up into little pieces. Ah, Ooh, freaks me out when I think about it. <laughs> and that was literally like that was my end moment in my heart. And it pushes him through the fucking ugh, yucky. But I had envisioned this monster just made up of all these body parts, this hulking thing. And it's in Zygot, the thing that I had pictured in my mind. It's in it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the thing. That's the thing I thought about. Um, like, and nobody had ever brought it to life, but, like, I had spent a little bit of time describing it in a couple paragraphs of, like, what it was. Like, all these eyes and all these hands and mouths and ugh. um and oh god man it's fucking ugh. it's scary it's scary and it's gross and like you know like i could say all that because i don't really feel like i'm spoiling nothing like when you see it you're like ugh. oh man <laughs> like i knew i knew it was gonna be gnarly it's gnarly and it's just like this great chase through the space base with this girl who's you know ill-equipped to deal with this thing and this ton of body horror and like oh great shit um it's really awesome uh i it's probably my sec second favorite of like these ones that are that like of these these live action um movie ones that are at the beginning of this it's they, they're just it's just very cool um but again th this one's kind of like an end to to a film or whatever so like you get like a certain amount of resolution but there's so many questions and it's like man i would have liked to have seen the the movie that led up to this you know and in fact she kind of passes a lot of different things like that seem like artifacts to earlier in the movie like what's that what does that mean what is this body and this arrangement and it's all what what's happened did something come out of this body or is there an experiment going like it leaves you with so many questions so again you're just like i want to see this fucking movie um 
So after that, you have what is my least favorite, but still fun. Um, six minutes. There's two of them, I think. Uh, these sketches called Bad President. And uh, it's more live action comedy. It's, you know, what's really going on inside the Oval Office while the president is filming presidential addresses, you know. And uh, what's going on, long story short, debauchery. Uh, it's, uh, you know, my least favorite, but still fun. And a great break uh, from all the heaviness. Uh, and there's two of them here. Because um, like I said, man, the, these, all of these are punches in the face. I mean, the God one is like sick and funny. Um, and the, uh, you know, the uh, infomercials, uh, cooking infomercials are, 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 are fun and funny. But those two shorts at the beginning and then this one's like, wow, man, they're, they're like, whew, you feel like you've been through something. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So then after this, I don't know why they divided it up and it's not just like two ep uh, two different uh, two parts of one episode because it's a six minute episode and an eight minute episode uh, called Adam episode two. And honestly, these are all shorter than I'm making them out to be because they've got like two minutes of credits. And on if you watch them on Netflix, they'll literally as soon as the thing ends, the little Oat studios thing comes up and then right before the credits are about to start, it just puts on the next one. So these are all probably like two minutes shorter than um, than I'm saying they are. Um, so Adam episode two is um really cool uh here these last one two three four episodes of this thing are all um computer generated computer animated but they're very cool and uh, still really great uh monsters and designs and just just all of it is just so well done i mean just these if you love sci-fi and fantasy and, 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 and geek culture shit, watch this stuff. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. I was so like, oh, fuck, yes. <laughs> like, I, I couldn't believe that I hadn't heard about this or like nobody had told me about it or whatever. And I'm just, I'm so glad to tell you guys about it because it's so cool. Um, so let's see. Uh, what are my notes for Adam 2? Uh, Adam 2, computer animated and awesome. Human brains uh, with their minds wiped have been put into poorly made robot bodies. And they're like walking across this desert, like stumbling across this desert. They're, and and they're, they're, you find out that they're humans in these, you know, not like, not robot bodies where you're like, oh, cool, well, like, well, at least I'm a robot. Like, it's like a, uh-oh. Like, it doesn't really seem like, <laughs> like a particularly good body. Um, it's crazy how much terrible empathy you feel for them in both these shorts. Yeah, I, I really think it's interesting because, you know, they're robot. They look like robots. They, you know, they got a brain inside their head, um, and just like it's like you feel for those brains, baby, <laughs> those brains and those bodies, and you're like, whoa. Um, I mean, it's really, it's 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 nuts. Um, I said, I'm not sure why there aren't just a, a two-part single episode, uh, but there are two parts as two different episodes. Uh, they're political prisoners, these robot people. 
Uh, they're you know being labeled as terrorists when they like they get their scan them for their crimes and they call them terrorists and all this stuff. But you know ultimately you find out that like they're not they're not doing anything really. That this is just labels that they're putting on them to make them look bad, and then they're punishing them in this way. And I think they even say I don't know why they keep us alive. I'm not sure why they keep us alive. And they just like send these robots with their minds wiped out into the desert to just die, like not understanding what the fuck has happened to them or anything like because they've been mind wiped and put into these robots it's like it's really disturbing honestly it's like so disturbing uh and it gets more disturbing um there are two parts uh two different episodes political prisoners uh they wipe their minds they put their brains in a shitty robot yikes uh these are both less than 10 minutes but awesome you'll want more uh of most of these uh eight uh, so adam three the next part which is the continuation of the adam story and i don't know why it's necessarily in like different episodes like this maybe it was pitched as like a uh a series or i don't know um, I, I'm assuming that a lot of this stuff is like unused pitches that that uh, uh, Neil Bloomkamp made, and I mean this shit is amazing. It's really such a bum. I mean, just like if if I if my suspicions are correct and they are pitches, it just goes to show how fucking stupid Hollywood is because it's just like so many great ideas here. Like make him make all this shit. Um, so Adam three, this one is kind of showing how the other side lives on this planet in this world. Uh, this is a dark place, low-tech robotics, and scary dogmatic religion. Uh, you get this woman approaching this, like, compound, and this guy, like, talking to her, you know, in sort of, like, dogmatic religious terms. Um, at the end of the second one, the crazy dogmatic religious sect leader who is saving some people who has a person seeking asylum beat her brother to death in his robot body because it's an abomination. So, like, in order for her to, like, have passages to the sanctuary she has to beat her brother to death with a rock you know his brains in this robot body and basically but this is an abomination look what they did to him destroy him um oh my god you feel this shit so it's like oh it's rough but <laughs> it's really cool it's not, the whole fucking world is fucking cool um and 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 the brother's begging begging her not to oh god it's rough uh, so to save herself, she kills her poor brother who was turned into this robot for no reason other than trying to help his family by selling medicine. And when the dude uh, finishes this and helps the lady, he disappears into this chamber where he transforms, I guess, into like an AI computer robot, it looks like, who's masquerading as a man, maybe like worshipping a key behind a glass in the center of this huge chamber. I don't know, man. It's very fucking cool. His skin peels off and he floats into the air, like it floats into the air and like, uh, I guess he's walking, but like he's got like some powers. Really makes you want to understand better what the fuck is going on. <laughs> In this scary sci-fi dystopian future. It's just so cool. So cool. So cool. So cool. So cool. Okay. So we're getting to the end of it. There's this short called... I don't know if you pronounce the G. It's G-D-A-N-S-K. It's the second to last one. Gdansk. And it's got two really short shorts in it. Um... One of them, uh, well, I'll just read my notes so I don't repeat myself. Uh, computer animated and only four minutes. A very quick look at a sword and sandals army walking the earth with a single giant soldier in the ranks. And he's fucking cool. Looks cool. 
all these arrows sticking out of them like they're nothing. It's really, it's really dope. Um, you only get a look at one interaction with some poor peasant household that they come across, but it is brutal. Uh, it's a great one to start with, actually. Although the short that precedes it is maybe a little bit less interesting because you only get so much. Um, features a short computer animated thing with this swordsman and his awesome high tech armor. Um, so it's like it's really interesting just going from like this fantasy kind of thing, you know, uh, or, or 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 maybe. Uh, forgotten history kind of thing uh, into this future night and he's like hearing um, uh, it's really just a tease kind of with a, a, a female voice talking to the dude in the armor like can't forgive him or like something that's going on so it's very vague um, but it's compelling and the suit is cool as fuck and you find out at the end that he's like a general um, searching for gold or searching for something you know maybe pillaging, maybe a pirate general. Um, I'm guessing in the cosmos, because it's like seems very high tech. It seems like he's on a spaceship. Very little here, really. But it's cool and short. Um, the, the, the giant, which is super cool and short, and right before it is awesome. Um, then we get to the end, the very last one, which is kind of, um, you know, amongst my favorites as well, of these lighter things. You know, it's God and this one. Um, you know, I probably like God just a little bit better because it's live action uh, and these are computer animated. But I love this capture and locust. Um, it's a computer animated comedy, uh, dark. It takes a look into a typical day for some government agents who are testing out deadly new weapons for the U.S. military. Um, and uh, they're testing them out on unsuspecting criminal volunteers trying to shave some time off of their prison sentences or have their sentences commuted. Uh, they will not be surviving, though. <laughs> there are two of these. Uh, I wish there were more. They are very funny. The voice performances are awesome, um, you know, and the animation is simple enough. It's just like these little home movies that they're making to keep capture this shit for posterity. Um and these all just have this great light kind of slapstick energy uh, and, and life about them. Uh, it's, it's like slapstick energy in the face of life and death situations. Uh, well, not for them, <laughs> which is why they're so callous about it. Um, it's very striking and funny. Uh, there's a quote that I, I wrote down from from the first one of the two. Uh, he, he, I'll do it the way he does it in the thing. He goes... If Mike here survives, which honestly isn't really going to happen, he gets his sentence reduced, which I think we can pretty much guarantee is going to happen. <laughs> Two minutes later, this dude dies horribly. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, rinse and repeat for continued laughter. Uh, this shit is dark, uh, but awesome. And uh, the next one's just as funny. And when it's when it's over, you're like, Oh, please more. <laughs> oh, please more. You know, like, because it is computer animated, it makes it, like, easier to <laughs> easier to handle. <laughs> just, like, these computer avatars walking to their death. <laughs> but just the interactions with them. Thank you for, uh, for, for letting me, uh, thank you for commuting my sentence. Oh, yeah, yeah, great, great, great. All right. Exploding locusts, attack. Shit's <laughs> fucking... It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. It's really good. <laughs> I love it. 
this the, like seriously neil bloomkamp chef's kiss you rule my school i i think you're you're amazing oh my god all of these things that you made here are just so fucking dope i hope that this is enough of a recommendation of the greatness that are the oats studios that's it type in go to netflix oats studios i'm sure these things are probably on youtube as well the oats studios shorts watch them all they're amazing neil bloomkamp is amazing um anyway uh i'm not sure if i've decided what i'm doing uh this wednesday's show on but um i hope you will join me again uh on monday if you're a music lover like me for an episode on one of my favorite bands of all time 311 on all your favorite bands suck my podcast and then uh wednesday i don't know what i'm doing yet uh but um but if if I don't feel like there's anything that I have like a huge impetus to talk about, I'm probably just going to do like another big feature on something that I love uh, to um, turn the next generations and new people on to these things and give people easy starting points to get into this stuff like this Oat Studios thing. You know, I, re I just I, I want to spend more time focused on all the wonderful things that there are. So let's keep doing that and uh, share this with people, share people these recommendations so that we can get more people checking out this stuff. Because like this isn't even really for me. Um, these people deserve more people to see this shit. Neil Bloomkamp deserves people to fucking know about this movie. Animal World, like people deserve, like these deserve to be part of the geek culture zitgeist. Uh, like, you know, I, these are my offerings to, to my fellow geeks. I love this shit. I think you will too. I hope you'll check them out. Oat Studios, so fucking awesome. Anyway, uh, this was a amazing episode. I love you guys so much. Uh, you can uh, write me at jesseblaze at jessesnyder.com. Um, and, um, you know, I, I love hearing from you. I really genuinely do. I just, uh, everybody's always so, so cool and so kind. Um, I appreciate you listening to the show. Can't do this without you. And um, I hope you join me again next Saturday and again this Wednesday for another fucking awesome ass-kicking episode of The Coolest Geek Alive. Love you all. See you next time. You've been listening to Coolest Geek Alive with me, your host, Jesse Blaze Snyder. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe for more excellent geek culture content. Thanks for listening. It's my favorite part!
be fucking awesome. <laughs> fucking awesome. It's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> Just wait. You'll see. You'll all see. You'll all see. <laughs> the podcast playground. Hooray! With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.